Welcome everybody to Come Out and Pugs. Um, <laughs> a little side story that we're running while um, uh, Ben is recovering. Um, and it's going to be a Pugmire game. Pugmire is a game by Onyx Path. It's a, a 5e derivative in which the crucial feature is everyone is dogs. You play as a bunch of dogs. And in our little story, what's happened is these three have been sent on a very special mission from Pugmire um, at the behest of Murapug himself, advisor and brother to the king, down to Mutttown, a autonomous settlement down and across the river at the edge of the fearful forest um, that leads to the monarchies of Mao. Who are, of course, all cats. Um, perhaps if we start with Ben, if you could introduce your character to the listeners. I am playing Daisy Smooth Fox, a priest and scholar, mainly scholar, but priest. Uh, I'm very devout. I would probably rather be studying right now. There's this really interesting discovery that's just been made, and I know that if I just was allowed to study it, then I could disprove this other alternative theorem, but but a friend of mine asked for help, and uh, I kind of owe him one. Uh, Maynard, perhaps you'd like to introduce that friend. My Maynard has. Oh my god. <laughs> it's right there! It's the first thing I see when I look at your name, when I'm, when I'm trying to pick, when I'm going through the order, and it goes straight from my eyes out of my mouth. Has, would you like to introduce that friend? Yes, um, I am Bingo Mutt, and, and Bingo is a, a bit of a cat, a, a bit of a rogue, and he's looking for excitement after a, a long career uh, of, what was he, jobs, where he's, uh, he's maybe done things that uh, probably are a little bit under the line of the law and uh, requires special skills, and uh, he's got contacts. He's handpicked Daisy for, uh, for this mission, and uh, he's looking forward to some some excitement and uh, and stretching his paws and uh, getting out on the road again. And Chris, uh, who's the uh, third member of this little crew? Uh, that would be Buddy Pug. He is a very excitable artisan uh, who has been uh, asked also to find uh, Daisy. Um, wherever she might be hiding right now. Um, he's spent uh, a lot of time at the Temple of Purity excavating it, but that's so boring. He wants to get out and do something fun, and this sounds so much fun. And so you've um, come out on the road. So you've been asked to find what? Oh, he was saying that he was looking for Daisy also. She's not missing. Daisy's right here. Uh, yeah. See? You found her. Congratulations! Okay, great. Okay, um, great. <laughs> you found her by meeting her um, by the side of the river. Um, and am I to take it from your names that you are by any chance a smooth fox terrier, a mutt, and a pug, respectively? Yes, I am a terrier. <laughs> it turns great. out I'm going to look up smooth fox terrier so I know what I look like. They look, they look very cute. Um, oh, I'm adorable. I know, right? <laughs> um, I assume you've got like full like hood marking, hood and saddle marking. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 
gorgeous. Um, I feel like I feel like everyone needs to look up what a pug looks like, and I mean, has um, bingo. We 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 can only imagine. It's really it's really up to the limits of your imagination. There has. Um. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a, a Jack Russell cross of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All invitey. Okay. So. As a, so you have been told to get yourselves to Mutt Town, where you will be meeting a certain Rufus Mutt, who is our fourth player, um, who is not appearing in this show on account of a migraine. <laughs> and, um, sorry, um, Ben has just sent me a picture of a smooth fox terrier trying to carry a tree branch that's considerably longer than it is, and it's adorable. Um, <laughs> uh, so you find yourselves, um, you, have come, you have all come down the river, because that's the sensible way to get downriver. Um, in Buddy's case, um, all the way from the Temple of Purity up at the headwaters of the river. And in the case of the other two of you, you've come down from um, the canals that run out to Pugmire. Uh, Pugmire proper, that is. Uh, the city. Uh, Pugmire is essentially a city-state with a couple of satellite holdings. And, yeah... Uh, and so, Buddy presumably arrives last. So the two of you have had a chance, uh, obviously know each other already, and have had a chance to remake that acquaintance you wait by the docks. Um, there is a tributary which runs up to um, Mutttown, but on account of it runs the other way, uh, you've kind of disembarked to take the road to Mutttown. Um, and yeah, a, uh, very nippy kind of light, uh, passenger boat. Um, so, you know, a, a courier boat, a clipper, clipper is a good word? Um, rather than, uh, rather than a, uh, cargo boat or anything like that, um, arrives at the dock and inside there is a... Probably fairly short figure. Um, how do you dress? Um, how does how does a um, body dress dress? Um, it's probably uh, in his best to blend in uh, mm. a little bit, much as a pug can blend in. Uh, and he's uh, he's just wearing. You know, some more uh, rougher clothes, like what he'd wear when they were excavating stuff um, okay. at the temple. Okay. Because that's what you've been, you've been working on as an excavator, basically. Mm-hmm. An archaeological excavator. Okay. Um, you can't wear the good stuff while you're, you know, knee-deep in rock and rubble. That makes sense. I think you can assume you have um, some some rougher clothes. Some plainer clothes. Oh, is it like an ac- is it like sort of acolyte's garb? Is it like a, is it like a habit sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, we can go with that. All right. Um, and there are like, there is, um, there is a couple of other people on the boat who are who are dressed as acolytes. That's acolytes of the Church of Man, the state religion of Pugmire, and they don't disembark. So, any, uh, I'll throw to you for some reaction shots. He hurries off of uh, down onto the pier and uh, looks around for anyone he recognizes. 
I feel like Daisy has definitely spotted him before being spotted herself, just because of who they both are as people. And she That's will sort of straighten herself up and maybe slightly brush herself down and smile. It's not an insincere smile, but there is a degree of lingering exasperation about it. And go over and say, Buddy, we've been waiting for you. Hey, yeah, sorry, the boat um, is taking longer than we thought it would. Well, you know, I see you again. Y- yes, it's been a while, it's been a while. How have you been? I've been good. Um, well, it's good to be out of that dusty old temple, though. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, research. Research, I don't know how you can stand all those books. I like books, they're quiet. One thing you will notice, uh, Buddy, is that last time you saw Daisy, uh, she was an acolyte. And now she is in a full shepherd's um, garb. Hmm. Um, a shepherd being a fully ordained priest of the Church of Man. Hmm. I, I assume also, of course, you shake hands, being, being uh, dogs of, of good breeding. Of course. I, I, and possibly I get slapped on the back a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's always a little over-enthusiastic, his buddy. Um, uh, bingo. Once they've um, had a chance to get to know each other, um, or reacquaint themselves, rather, uh, you'd like to introduce yourself to them? Yeah. To um, so bingo is, is wearing uh, your, your typical roguish clothing, ratter clothing, which is uh, thin, thin leathers and... Uh, Dark hood and cloak. Um, what's the what is the is the weather bright today? Um, I'd say it's it's overcast. It doesn't look like rain, um, but the sun's coming through a layer of cloud. Yeah. So um, his hood is, is up, uh, despite the, the lack of sun, and he he saunters over to where uh, Buddy and Daisy are having their catch up, and uh. uh uh, shoots Buddy a look and is like, Hello, Buddy. It's good to meet you. Hey, good to meet you too. Buddy, this is Bingo. He's a friend of mine. Good. Uh, another alkalite. Well, oh, <laughs> a shepherd uh, now, aren't you? But Oh, no. Uh, that's, uh, that's not my truck. Uh, I'm a self-made dog. But... Yes, Bingo asked me to come along, and uh, why not have some adventure? Daisy's got a good eye on her. She's uh, she's she she deserves a lot more uh, recognition. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad for her to to come along and be be part of this. We need all kinds of skills if we're going to sort out this problem. Yes, what is this problem? It's been some some trouble on the on the road. Uh, the safe road. People being disappearing. And presumably more than usual. There must be something more to it, because it's known that bandits do ply the roads, especially through the fearful forest where military forces don't really have a presence. There's something of a no man's land. And it's also said that um and it's also said that the forest itself is Hostile to intruders, though the roads are usually safe from that particular hazard. So there must have been something more that set this um, Rufus's um, 
fur on end, which um, you will perhaps have to learn as you get closer. Um, so speaking of adventure, um, the acolytes are are pushing off already. Um, they have to they have a boat to row upstream um, all the way back up to its, to the headwaters. Um, <laughs> So they'd rather get a, get a start at this. Works to do, yeah. Yeah, hopefully trying to get, um, presumably hoping to get back at least to Pugmire or somewhere where they know a chapter house nearby before they have to morph the evening. Um, it is currently um, just before midday. Um, so despite the despite the mild cloud cover giving, giving making everything diffuse, the sun is. Is high, high and strong in the sky as it ever was, um, and the road, and the road from here. There's no road on this side of the river. There's no road. Um, there's no fork in the road at all. Um, there isn't even really a proper um, towpath because we're we're before kind of proper widespread canalisation. Um, it's more <laughs> of a medieval fantasy vibe. Um, uh, instead, the instead there is one road which leads from the pier towards the dark horizon of the fearful forest in the distance. And uh, one can only hope, Mutttown. Are we all happy to set out? I think so. All right. Uh, a touch of housekeeping uh, before we do, especially since you haven't had the chance to look the rules over. Um, one thing which is sort of a thing, it's it's equivalent to inspiration in normal D&D. Um, it's called Fortune. So yeah, uh, you have collectively a Fortune Bowl. Um, and it starts with two Fortune in it. Uh, just, to get you, just to get you started. So let me just pop those in there now. There you go. Um, I've got a soundboard and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> you can spend the Fortune to re-roll any dice and use the... Um, and use whichever result you like. And you can also use it if you are a, a spellcaster to cast a spell without expending any of your spell slots. So that's kind of your, 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 it's like fate points in fate, right? It's your kind of reserve, good luck and strength, except it's a bit more, um, it's a bit more communal uh, rather than your personal fate points. Um, oh, you can also spend it to interrupt. Um, the combat order, and to power certain tricks, usually your background tricks, to kind of announce, actually, I know this person, and dot, dot, dot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you presumably set off along the road. And unless you have anything further to say about that, um, who's got, who feels like making a bit of a uh, notice or perception, or whatever it's called? I feel like that is my wheelhouse. In that case. Well, no, actually, I don't have. Um, it's not one of my skills. So, I've got a list of everyone's skills. I know that Bingo's got it as a skill. Yes, I do, and I can definitely notice things. Grand. Um, why don't you, while I check the difficulty number ranges for Pugmire, <laughs> why don't you make me a notice check? So I'm. Presuming notice goes off wisdom, right? Yep. So it'll be wisdom plus your proficiency bonus. That is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um. 
So obviously you are accustomed to keeping your wits about you, right? Unfortunately, these people are also professionals. And as you um, pass by where, so you're walking along, basically walking alongside the tributary, right? And it's often open, just kind of open grassland. But it, it's not very heavily, it's not very heavy, it's not like it's particularly populated. Um, there's not really much settlement out here. And instead, it's mostly just kind of open part, open plains um, with occasional kind of like stands of trees getting more frequent as you approach the fearful forest. And as you are passing through a section where the path is quite pressed, willows closing in, by willows closing in, getting closer to the waterline, suddenly some figures resolve themselves from out of the uh, willows' branches. Most prominent amongst these, those, is a badger. Now, when we say badger um, in Pugmire, that basically encompasses the entire mustelid family. Uh, but in this case, we are talking your actual badger. She's a good bit taller than any of you, but, I mean, she's not She's not larger than any dog. She's not larger than any dog, but she would be quite large if she were a dog. Put it that way. So a good, um, a good six and a half feet tall, you could say. She is dressed in uh, brigandine, brigandine armor. Actually, I think is what I mean. Sort of rectangular um, scale. This is where I pause to look up that I mean what I mean. Brigandine is the stuff that's like plates. Um, little plates attached to sewn into leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Grand. Um, Brigandine armor that's been dyed sort of um, alkanet red or madder red, unless you're a particular colorologist. Um, and she's wearing sort of under that is wearing um, linen, also kind of dyed this deep red. And she steps out, kind of in front of you. Um, holding a hand axe in either hand, and says to you, and says to you in a very sort of in a very sort of cheerful, confident way, "Ah, good morning, sister, brothers. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you how dangerous these roads can be. Would you perhaps like to purchase protection?" And at this point, um, Bingo in particular you start to notice the figures that are moving around the cover of the tree line. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the badger's not attacking, she's waiting, right? Oh yeah, she's waiting. This is a, this is a shakedown, you know? Alright. Mm -hmm. I put my, my, um, my paw to, to my hip feeling for my dagger, and it's like, I think we're alright, actually. Uh, because it's just you here, isn't it? Uh, she, uh, she laughs and says, Ah, oh, but I'm all the protection you'd need. I've heard that some poor souls that refuse my protection, why they find themselves set upon by dozens and dozens of hungry, bloodthirsty bandits. No, 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 no. Terrible business. So you'd best buy my services to ward them off. Very shocking. Dozens, you say? Dozens and dozens. Um, she, to be, you, the reputation of badgers amongst, um, dogs is as brigands as raiders um sometimes as brigands sometimes as 
entire like raiding armies. Um, it's it would be odd for a raiding army to just be sort of doing this sort of roadside shakedown, though. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like you giving me that sort of suspicious thing. Why don't you give me a cult a knowledge culture check based on your intelligence? I think you have culture. I do have culture. Based on my intelligence. All right. So you get your intelligence and your proficiency bonus, as usual. Nice, nice. Bad roll, bad roll. Uh... I believe you might have a trick to help you with that, though. Um, Might do. I'm not entirely sure. I have advantage on intelligence checks based on anything I might have read about before. I feel... Hmm. I leave it to you whether this is like general behavior. I'm not sure it is. I think it's um. I think this is more. This is more. This is more applied knowledge. This is much more applied knowledge and sure. kind of inference. In which case, was thirteen. Okay, I mean thirteen isn't bad. Well, no, I, I rolled think... a seven, but but you're but you're very. I have bonuses on that. <laughs> yeah, um, I said with the thirteen. Um, you can probably guess. You can guess that like dozens and dozens is a bluff. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't guess. Kind of just, uh, what's the word? Um, um, prima facie, you couldn't guess. Like, yeah, what, I don't um, know on the basis. Just, I, I know that dozens and dozens isn't true, but I can't guess from that not being true how many she actually has. Bingo. Um, sorry, not you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is clearly like this. This feels. This is obviously a shakedown, and she seems to be a little bit patient, but obviously ready for a fight. Like she came out armed here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if, if someone makes if someone makes an aggressive move, then it's definitely going to be on. And buddy, you can you can probably count in the cover like, um, probably at least another three or four. You you probably say a minimum of three, maybe one mm-hmm. or two more that you haven't spotted yet. Okay, so I'm going to make a big show of looking vexed and pushed into a corner, you know, like I've been convinced that maybe this is a bit too dangerous. So I'm going to I'm going to bluff that I'm falling, that I'm giving in. Oh, I like that. Because I'm just trying to get close enough to her to surprise her. Oh, man, I like that. I'll tell you what. Let's call this an attempt to sort of establish surprise, right? Because you are kind of committed to attacking, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so let's give you, let's have you do your bluff against her sense motive. Um, whatever this may be. Oh, that's your wisdom saving throw, notionally. I will make a wisdom saving throw for her. If you would like to make me a bluff check, which should be probably your charisma plus your proficiency bonus, I can only assume. That is a 15. Hmm. Okay. Um you very much uh you very much have surprised her and I'll roll for the other combatants to see if you've surprised them. Daisy is already experiencing regret. Just started. We just started and already we are being attacked on the road and I am experiencing regret. <laughs> Listen, the good thing about bandits is they really want to kill you. That's true. And if things get it very rough, um, Buddy has several uh, volumes of an encyclopedia in his in his bag. Right, so, right. But you, but you know what doesn't happen in my library at home? 
bandits. Fair. Bandits do not happen to me when I am reading books. Okay, if you could, I believe the next step will be if you could all roll me your initiative, which will be just a dexterity mm-hmm. roll. Um, unless you have something else to make it different. Hello, everybody. Our main line will be returning in just a few weeks, but in the meantime, I do hope you're enjoying Pugs. If you enjoy what we do, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash coapcast to gain access to bonus episodes and early content. If you support us at a higher level, we'll thank you on the show. And on that note, thank you to Alexandria, our first 20-pound patron. Now, back to the show. Okay, so that's 22 from Bingo. Well, um, that's good, because I got 9. <laughs> a 16. Spot right. the cleric. Um, I've got a 14, that won't do it. And I've got a... What's yours? And I've got a 4, so that won't do it. Okay, in that case... Um, yeah, Bingo. I think it makes a lot of sense um, that you have gotten up to this... Um, uh, this badger, um, and you've just you know you've snuck towards her. You've you've made it look like you're not going to do anything drastic, and you've also managed to get your knife in your hand. So uh, you have the initiative. Um, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to. I would like to try. And oh, I think I might try and stab her. I mean, there's a lot to be said for stabbing people. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and try and stab her. Uh, I don't believe you can. You can use your um, special kind of attack since um, uh, your precise attack since you don't have advantage against her. Uh, in that case, no, I will not use my surprise attack, but I will. Be doing a stab. Look. Go ahead and stab for me. I unfortunately rolled at three, so my attack is only ten. Um, I am willing to bet that a ten is not going to beat her. I say no. I'm afraid not. Yes. Well, um. So yeah, you may have you may have snuck up closer to her, closer to her than um, you might have than she might have liked, but still, um, she wasn't born yesterday. Um, and she's and she's sort of backing off already. Um, let's assume that she's a good, like, she stepped out a good like thirty-ish feet ahead of you, but has but since but just like you stopping meant that you're about thirty feet apart, thirty to twenty, twenty-five feet apart by the time. But sorry, the other people are about twenty-five feet away from her by the time you lunge. Um. And actually, come to think of it, could the two of you also make me a wisdom saving throw? Because I don't think, with advantage, because Buddy obviously wasn't, Bingo obviously wasn't making it clear that he was about to attack. So I think it's, it's possible that you have also been surprised. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, are we, what are we rolling? Wisdom saving throw with advantage. Okay. That is 22. Clearly, I am wise to Bingo's ways. That will do it, yeah. 
How about uh, you? That is a sixteen. Uh, I believe that beat what uh, that beat the bluff, Jack. Um, so yeah, you are both fine. Uh, bingo, you can choose to hand off to your allies, or you can choose to hand off to the enemy. It's like I run it in fate. You you pick who's next to go. Okay, I am going to hand off to uh, to Daisy. Daisy. Um, oh, only the winner on initiative matters. Yep. Cool. Okay, I know um, that I am that I cannot see all the enemies. Like I am aware that there are enemies I cannot see, so I have a choice right. between Bless and Bane, and I'm going to use Bless because I can see my allies. That's fair, um, and particularly like you can't see them, but now that things have popped off, you know you can certainly smell that there are others nearby. Yeah, and and I would. She was giving off clear indications that she had allies. I just don't know how many and where exactly. Where. Yeah. So um, I believe all three of us will get blessed, which means you get to roll a d4 and add the result to attacks and saving throws. Nice. Um, how long does that last? Just I the next it's concentration. Yeah, it, it is concentration, but it's only in Pugmire, it is only your next attack ability or saving throw roll before the spell ends. Listen, you can pull that off like 20 times, so I wouldn't worry too yeah, much. Yeah, I can do a bunch of it. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense to do as a first as a first thing. So, I'm reaching for the holy symbol that of course I wear around my neck. The holy symbol which which resembles a, a hand face a hand hanging downwards with a single drop of blood in the palm. Uh, n- notably a hand and not a paw. A, a symbol of mm. man, the old ones who uh, mm. taught us all to be good dogs. Do you, do you say a little prayer? I do. I say something along the lines of defeat the evil, my friends. And the and all three of you feel inspired by these blessed holy words. Um, and Daisy, you can either pass off to Buddy or you can pass off to the enemy, generally, since you can't see them. Mm. Just to avoid them all going as a block, I will pass to the enemy. Uh, there you go. Um... See, that gives you control over the next round. Um, so, okay. Um, first up, um, they've been moving to sort of get within charging distance. You know, that's a significant part of what they've been trying to, what they've been trying to do. Uh, so, I'm going to say that is where they are. Um, um, particularly since um, they are real fast. So these ones. Um, uh, so this one that comes charging out also resembles a, um, badger, like a literal badger. And they're not quite as, they're not quite as large and imposing as the face was, presumably the captain was. Um, and certainly not dressed in, like, they have the same style of armor, but the dye isn't as, like, the dye isn't as good and it's not as nicely cut and everything. Maybe some patches, yeah. Yeah, and they come charging, and they come charging at you. Um, they have a, they have an axe, but what they do is they actually come to the tree line, which is a good like uh, ten, twenty, uh, say, say, ten, fifteen, fifteen feet away, and they throw a javelin um, to sort of um, to sort of uh, lead off with, and that's going to be thrown at. I'm gonna say. 
uh, drop the healer is a universally understood um, principle in all settings in which magical healing exists. Oh, no. So I'm, afra- I'm afraid it's you, Daisy. Oh, dear. Um, uh, how does a 19 take your AC? Unfortunately, although I am wearing uh, a nice chainmail shirt underneath my cassock, mm. uh, it is not quite up to a javelin. No. That is going to hit me. Uh, so the javelin catches you, and um, that'll be five damage as it kind of, Ugh. you know, it hits you. It probably, probably the armor is up to stopping the point of it. It's just that it's not up to stopping you from also getting pretty badly bruised as you go. Yeah, so a javelin has, you know, driven a chainmail shirt hard against me yeah. in an uncomfortable manner. Right. Um, at which point, at which point, um... Something surprising comes crashing out, comes, I say crashing, I mean really gliding out of the uh, tree cover. And that is a dog. The dog looks like some kind of something, they've got, they've got a little husky to them. They're, you know, one of the big kind of heavily built sorts of dogs. Though, you, though you'd hesitate to put a breed to them immediately. Uh, put a family to them, sorry, immediately. Um, and they're dressed in a much more um they're dressed much more in a like tightly cut leather um jacket um kind of dressed for mobility uh with a big like floppy three cornered hat on their head and they're carrying uh they're carrying a cutlass in one hand with which they are driving at i'm going to say actually they're yeah, they're rushing in to relieve um, the chieftain, um, but I'm going to say they don't actually make it this turn, because just because they they were further away, um, so they're actually oh, that's right they can't make it an attack, so they will actually rush in and engage um, uh, and engage Bingo um, from behind, kind of trying to flank you. At which point it's back over to uh, it's back over to Buddy. Uh, so you have what? so far you have one. Big scary fucking badger in front of you, um, along with one dog, uh, kind of in together with um, in together with Bingo, and you have a, another big scary badger throwing a javelin at you and clearly charging. Right. Um, in that case, uh, Buddy is going to take aim at the dog that is charging, and he is going to cast um, Elemental Ray. Sorry, yeah. the the dog who's char- the dog? You say dog, or was it the badger that was charging? So there's a badger charging towards in your general direction, and there's right. a dog okay. who's 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 just charged in to meet um buddy. Uh, then he'll he'll uh, whip out his wand, this little uh, black length of plastic with like white tips at each end. Your classic magician's um, wand, then. Exactly, classic magician's wand. Um, he is going to point one end of the wand at the badger that just threw the javelin. He is going to cast Elemental Ray. Ooh. Uh, the range on that is sixty feet, and mm-hmm. he is going. Uh, he is going to use cold damage. He doesn't want to light the forest on fire. Fair. Uh, if he misses. Oh, if he misses. If he misses, he does not want to like light part of the forest on fire. That would be bad. That is reasonable, and I'm taking notes for later. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what's uh, what is this a range? Is this a range spell attack sort of thing? 
Yes, it's a ranged spell attack. I'm rolling for it right now. Okay. All right, uh, that is a uh, dirty 20. Okay. Uh, so that does indeed hit um, this poor, poor badger who's never done anything to you personally, specifically yet. Um, <laughs> yet. Uh, and that is going to be uh, eight points of cold damage. Okay. Um, certainly that's not that's not ideal as far as this badger is concerned. Um, they look pretty badly hurt by that. Emotionally. I mean, emotionally, physically, it's, it's the whole thing. Um, and you can see, like, ice crystals kind of, like, rhyming off of their jacket where it strikes. At which point, um, it's up to you to pass off initiative in the second round of combat. Um, uh, he will pass off to uh, the enemy as a as a whole, I suppose. Sure, uh, you can you can you can name an enemy to be the next to go, since they're all uh, you can see several of them now. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I'll pass off to the husky dog that glided in. What did they glide in on? Actually, I'm oh, they didn't very they didn't glide in that. like on a hoverboard. They just glid in in the sense that they were very like smooth and. Oh, I thought there was magic happening. I thought I was imagining. <laughs> no, 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 they, they, I just, <laughs> I just meant I started by saying they crashed dog. in, and I was like, no, 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 they're actually a very elegant sort of, sort of dog. Um, okay. Okay, so the dog is, uh, going to take the opportunity to, lay into Bingo, try and relieve the who you can. You can guess it's the captain, right? Um, the one who's biggest and scariest and does all the talking. So that'll be... Mm-hmm. Ooh, I assume a 21 hits your AC there, Bingo. It sure does. Okay. Uh, how about... Uh, so that'd be nine slashing damage coming at you. As this dog just starts... You know, has come up behind you and is trying to, you know... Is is kind of like hit and it's kind of like striking you. Obviously, he's still at this point, kind of hitting your armor. You're kind of like trying to fend them off, but it's wearing on you. It's it's kind of jarring you and distracting you and hurting you. Right? Probably not really laying you open just yet. And they're going to hand off to. Um, they're going to hand off to the captain. Um, so the captain, the captain does not seem like that bothered to be in a fight right um they don't seem particularly frightened certainly not not yet or even particularly disappointed that they've had to fight in fact like she's just she's kind of like she's kind of got that big kind of like berserk grin spreading across her face um as she starts to swing down um and she is going to just try and beat you down with her great axe Unfortunate. Uh, with her, well, with her paired axes, I should say. So that would be, oh, not very good at all. One is an automatic miss. The other's a fifteen. This is against uh, your AC, uh, Bingo's AC. Yeah, the fifteen hits. The fifteen hits. Uh, I'll remind you, by the way, just as a reminder for people, that you can spend your fortune to uh, interrupt the initiative order. I also like to say I've got a, I've got a. Spell. It says instinctive dodge. It says add two to defense off an attack. Uh, it's, like... it's not a spell. It's just I, I needed more space for your tricks. Where, 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 where is that? After I make an attack, or somebody else makes attack against me? Sorry, that's after you get attacked. Yeah, right. Um, and that's after the roll. So if so, if you're 
so if a 15 only hits just, then now's a great time to use our instinctive yeah, dodge. I'd yeah, I'd like to use one of my dodges. Fantastic. So, so, so that's like the axe is swinging in, and it's nearly on target, and then, and then give me a stun. Give me some description here. Uh, yeah. So the the axe is axe is coming down, and I deftly dive between the badger's legs and roll. Ah, oh, yes. You know what? Just because it's a it's a fun image, I'll give you that the um dog with the cutlass is kind of like now not quite engaged with you anymore. <laughs> it's going to have to kind of move towards you because you've just dashed through the badger's legs. Mm. I think that's fun. Um, and then in fact, yeah, let's pass off to you. Bingo. Okay. Um, I would like to. So imagine. Trying to trip them forwards would probably be a strength thing, and I'm not very good at that. I guess I'm going to try and try and stab them in the back again. Makes sense. Uh, give me a stabbing in the back sort of roll. Okay, that's more like right. Uh, okay, so that is quite a lot to hit. Um, <laughs> over twenty-five. Oh yeah, no, that will hit. <laughs> um, that will, in fact, hit. Go, go, go ahead and roll me damage. Uh, fortunately, it's only four, da- four damage. Um, that's still, you know, you're scratching her. You're getting, you're wearing away at her. Yeah. Um, so that is four damage. Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem to accomplish a huge amount, but obviously, you are, you have kind of taken advantage of the. Uh, Shift in the action there. Um, uh, who would you like to pass off to? I would like to pass off to Daisy. Daisy. Okay, so over there you've got um, Bingo appears to be holding out somewhat um, against the, but it's but though it is a two-on-one fight, and you currently have one bandit sort of who's just thrown a javelin at you and is in sort of charging range. Okay, just gonna take a quick review of my spell list. Yeah, unfortunately, your spell list is like every level one shepherd spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. So, I think what I want to do, uh, Bingo is currently engaged with the captain, correct? Uh, yes, that's right. Right, I would like to attempt to cast Guiding Bolt on the captain so that Bingo can get advantage on the next attempt to stab her. Go for it. Which would be a spell attack, which is uh, your wisdom plus your proficiency bonus. You're basically a cleric in many respects. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, nothing. Oh. Hel- nothing's going to help you when you roll. Oh, hang on. This I get to add a d4. This might not be as bad as it looks. Uh, no, it's not. I, I, I rolled a four on the d4, so that's a sixteen to hit. Um. So yeah. Um. That hits, in fact. Hey, that's three d six radiant damage, right? I don't know. I need to look it up because I, I, I just looked, I was just looking it up. All right, three d six radiant damage. <laughs> yeah. So again, what does this look like? Like you're you're holding your holy symbol. You're saying a prayer. I'm holding my holy symbol, and I'm saying, "Let the light shine," and then a little ball of light um, shoots out from that drop of blood in the center of the hand of the symbol. And... Are you care bear staring this badger yes. chieftain? <laughs> Yes, I am. I am using my 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 faith laser on this chieftain, and they are becoming just slightly radiant themselves. 
which makes it very easy to see where they are and attempt to stamp them. Amazing. I love it. What's the damage on that? Uh, that was six. Six? Okay. I rolled badly. Alas. Um, this chieftain is clearly very, very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you like to hand off to? You can hand off to the bandit, or you can hand off to Buddy. Let's go to the bandit. Okay. Um, so the bandit is a bit wary of having just been blasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of is, and kind of takes a moment to make that calculus, and then goes, you know what? I don't. Uh, I'm safe. I'm safer sort of getting into a scrap with this um, artisan, and uh, it's just gonna, and it's and it's just like beelining body with a kind of remarkable speed, and is just going to come at you with this with this um, one axe, but it's two headed, and they're gonna make two slashes at you with it. Oh my god! And roll two ones in a row. <laughs> Just a pair of ones. Absolutely Amazing. useless. You know it's what? Completely whiffs it. Absolutely like swings, swings, and just like drops their axe and it goes kind of skittering <laughs> off. Sweaty hands. Um, oh, not very good at this, are you? Uh they're actually there 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 is like that moment of like genuine like, you know, the bloodlust, the bloodlust kind of literature and it's like, oh my god. I've, I, I, I've, listen. I swear this never happens. I'm a professional, <laughs> really. Um, and they are going to, but they are also, they are going to just like, um, run off like a couple feet, um, like you know, like five, ten feet away from, in the opposite direction from the little ball that's going on at the other end, um, in order to recover their battle axe and. You, I guess, are entitled to make a attack opportunity if you like, but since the only weapon you have at the moment is like your teeth, um, and claws, um, if you don't mind, we'll skip over that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll bring in some pals. So you have another pair of badgers, um, emerge from the uh, tree line. Uh, one of them is actually quite close to the uh, knot of fighting around uh, Bingo, uh, but isn't getting involved in that at the moment. They're actually just running up out of the tree line and from about 20 feet throwing another javelin at Daisy. Oh, no. Um, get the healer. <laughs> Drop the healer. Um, the good news is they're much less deadly with the javelin. That is still a 23. Oh, yeah, 23. So I imagine that hits. Oh no, sorry, it's only it's only a nineteen, but I still neither of those is good news. No, yeah, sorry. What can I do? Um, it's only two damage though. So okay, that's that's not too bad. Yeah, they're they're that not one like... maybe hits a little bit sideways, and I just kind of get thumped. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're very much they're very much of the style of of throw your javelin before you close. Um, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, the other one is actually coming up from behind you. They're fully like across the road now, ready to like intercept you if you try to run. Um, Rude. And they're similarly going to kind of like lead with the javelin, um, and they're going to aim at Daisy on the base of Daisy as um favorite uh, javelin target. Yeah, just clearly. I'm clearly the one that's the, like wearing a cassock here. Old. I am clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you've just you just you just care bear stared their captain. Yeah, um, I mean, to be fair, spotted me before that. Mm. Uh, so how's that for a six? How's a sixteen? My my defense is a sixteen. That is just barely a hit, then. Um, so you'll be taking four more damage. Ow. How are you Ow. feeling? 
Are you sort of winded at this point? Are you? I'm not thrilled. Are you starting to bleed? A nice time. Was that another four, you said? Four, yeah. Okay. You know, I I have had better days, but I'm okay. I'm not not at the end. I will say, this is... This is almost certainly the first time in your life that you have like yeah, been I'm in more... this kind of physical danger. I, it's not that I'm severely injured. I'm severely out of my depth. Yeah. Okay. Um, and with those two gone, it's down to Buddy. Right. Um, is there any way I can... I have a spell as a 10-foot radius sphere. Uh, I want to get as many enemies into this sphere as possible without getting my friends inside of it. I would say with a 10 foot radius, yeah the best you you could actually do is what you, you could actually grab uh, Snag the I captain and okay. the dog and one of your um, bandit lesser bandits here um, within a 10 foot within a 10 foot radius sphere without catching um, Bingo with Bingo just being on just on the edge of it do that then. Um, the uh, this one in that direction makes a little circular motion, and um, all of those three uh, have to make Constitution saving throws for me. Okay, love to make Constitution saving throws. So what's happening here? Um, you don't see anything form, but um, when that little bubble that he made like lands. In the, in the middle of all three of these people and pops, mm. um, there is this rumble of thunder that just bursts out from this delicate-looking bubble in mm. thunder damage. Okay, so the Chieftain's save is uh, 22. Okay. Which I imagine is enough. That's absolutely. Um, the dog... The dog save is... Oh, buddy, I'm sorry, but it's a it's a twenty it's a twenty one. Oh, they're all rolling so high. And the remaining badger, um, oh, the remaining badger, that is a uh, that's a thirteen. Okay, that one fails. The other two are still taking damage, but it's going to be half damage. Ah, well, you know. Um, what do you do to them? So let's see. Uh, his bubble pops and it ripples out with this um, this rolling thunder damage washes over them, and the one that failed is taking thirteen points of thunder damage, and the other two are taking half that. Okay, um, that so that is a half rounded up. Yeah, uh, six or seven. Um, okay, um, definitely that has done some bad things to the one that just threw the javelin they're clearly like reeling like there's bits falling off their armor it's like chipped their axe clearly like reconsidering how good of an idea this fight is um and actually yeah i think they might just break at this point and say uh chief you sure about you sure about these the dog the dog looks okay and the chieftain looks okay. Um, they're definitely starting, like, they've got nosebleeds now, I think, you know? Yeah. They're just being, like, rattled around, and they're definitely, like, there's, like, chips and stuff. There's, there's the chips coming out of their weapons, that kind of thing. Um, and the ground where it hit is also kind of, like, it's, it's, got, that kind of, it's got kind of, like, a spiderweb crack through the earth. 
um, where the dry, the dry kind of act trail earth has been cracked by your weird thunder explosion. Um, who would you like to start the next round? Um, I will hand it off to the chief, and uh, hopefully they make a good decision and leave. Okay. Ah, that's interesting. Um, hmm. I don't think the chief is kind of at that point yet. Certainly not without any kind of further push. Um, instead, she's going to... Yeah, she's going to... Uh, bingo. If you want it, you get an attack of opportunity. I would love an attack of opportunity. That sounds like fun. Uh, go ahead and have yourself an attack of opportunity. As she just like, as she just like, you've gone like behind her, and she's just gonna respond by charging your buddies who are maybe a bit squishier. Uh, okay, that's uh, fifteen to hit. Okay. Uh, that is a hit. Okay, and uh, that's ten damage. Okay. Wow. Okay, that definitely. She was kind of relying on her armor on that one, and it has let her down. Um, but she's putting a brave face on it as she kind of like howls and runs forwards and calls um, and calls Kibu lives. And the badgers, with varying degrees of enthusiasm, call back, Kibu lives! That is her action, but she has closed on Buddy. Uh, Note, she may also make a single attack as an action after using this ability. So she's going to do that. So she's closing on Buddy, and she's going to try and, uh, how you say, make an example. Oh. You know, she's trying to put the Frighteners on your fightier friends. um, Or who she is assuming is your fightier friends. Um, so that would be 1818. 18. Oh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> How does eight slashing damage treat you? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, he's not happy about it, but he's standing. He's fine. He's all right. Um, she, so she's tried to, um, you know, she's tried to kind of like make something messy and bloody to kind of really put the frighteners on. And certainly there is blood in the air. You can smell it, you know. But they're kind of a mix of blood at the moment. Um, and not actually all that much of it uh, yet. Cuts um, through his old uh, Alkalite's robes and, and past the gamison he wears underneath it. And yep. Now, yeah, the unfortunate thing, the unfortunate thing for her is that, um, is that you, is that the fashion in Pugmire amongst the nobility is for like military cuts still. Mm-hmm. Because they're currently in a phase of like, it's been. It's been a couple decades since the last big war. Long enough to take to put the sheen of nostalgia over it, you know? <laughs> and as a tremendous posho, <laughs> uh, nothing else will do. Um, and she's going to pass off to you. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, well, then, uh, Buddy is not used to fighting people so up close, really. Um, have much for for uh counters of the close and personal kind um, you're not that used to fighting altogether i mean you've learned to fight yeah, because true. you had yeah, to yeah. you know they've had to fight some weird stuff that came crawling out from the the depths of the temple on yeah. occasion yeah you know beyond that really it's not much um so 
is going to um try another elemental ray. Okay. Um I believe that's with a ranged spell attack, isn't it? So you would have disadvantage. Okay. Uh and since we are not in the forest, um he is going to uh try for fire this time. Okay. Just absolutely like trying to burning hands it. Yes. Uh let's see here. That is low disadvantage, so five. Uh that's an eight to hit them. I am assuming it's not going to hit them. No, I'm afraid not. You you fire you fire at her and it just goes zipping off. It it almost hits um uh bingo. You are like this close to getting hit by a stray elemental bolt. <laughs> elemental ray. Like you can smell the um you can smell the burning in the air. My ire <laughs> of buddy grows. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Who would like to pass off to? Um is anybody from the party left that hasn't gotten to go? Oh yeah, this is the third this is the third round now, so everyone everyone's left. Okay. Um he'll pass off to Daisy. Okay. So da- Daisy is really for the first time in her life looking around doing the calculations of skills and who's bleeding and where everyone is and well there's this one person who's clearly in charge and her her underlings really might just run away if we can stop her killing buddy so first i'm going to as a bonus action cast shield of faith on myself oh first i need to check can i cast two spells in a round or only one spell in a round uh, let's say you can cast two spells in a round i doubt it will specify if it's a bonus action you can cast it along with something else fantastic in which case yeah bonus action shield of faith and this Ever. this gentle like shimmering layer appears over me and then i'm going to run in um and try to just like clap my hand on the shoulder or the back of the bandit captain and cast inflict wounds nice and i'm going to say you're being a bad dog <laughs> Which she's not gonna care. She's a badger, but I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Bad dog. Bad dog. Go ahead and give me some inflicting wounds. That's a roll plus my wisdom plus my proficiency is nineteen. Nineteen definitely hits. Hey, inflict wounds is pretty good. Mm. Inflict wounds. If I roll okay, is pretty good. Mm. That's an Love if. Love to inflict wounds. Love to inflict wounds. That was okay. 12 damage. That is pretty good, to be honest. Um, That is pretty nasty, actually. I suppose this is a big, tough badger. Uh, they're going to take that in this try, particularly if you don't have a bonus action to make a to make an intimidate with. But uh, yeah, that's 12, you say? Yeah, this badger is having a bad time. Um, Like, clearly, like, you can see her start to shake, you know, lose her grip on her axes. Yeah, I think um, what I actually did was I think I have reached out and slapped around the back of the head. <laughs> if only you had a newspaper. If only I had a newspaper. Um, who would you like to pass off on? Off um, Captain's already been, um, but in a spirit of keeping some level of control toward the end of the round, I think we should go to the dog, enemy dog. Um, hmm. Okay, so the dog is going to retreat back to the tree line. And he's going to kind of shift uh, his cutlass, and his cutlass to his offhand, to to let him aim a little better. Um, 
he's pointing at Daisy, and suddenly there is a noise. Like Bingo, you might have heard this this kind of noise before. Um but probably neither of the other two of you have. It is a noise like thunder, and it gets you in your bones. So first of all, I'll make this attack roll. That's a one. <laughs> no, I'm putting fortune in the bowl. I'm putting fortune in the bowl. I only get to do that once a scene. You're never going to believe this. Is it another one? Roll another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe this. I'm rolling again just to check it's not all ones. No, I just rolled another one. Oh my god. What are you Absolute using? Joke. Actual dice or like all I really like Google's what? dice roller, which I'm sure is just a you know a D20 random generator. I'm sure it is completely random. I'm just getting very unlucky. You know? <laughs> um, it's probably significantly more random than any of the physical dice I have. Um, yeah, so that part fails. Oh, oh, oh! I just remembered. I just remembered. This dog should have had inspiration. Should have had um, Should have had advantage. Ha 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 ha! I'm gonna roll again. <laughs> One more roll. Oh, I mean that's. A- that's a 14. I don't think that hits you, does it, Daisy? It does not hit me. <laughs> Incredible. Right, never mind. Uh, what happens next is um, everybody, and that includes the badgers, um, have to... Where is it now? Uh, I'm going to need you all to make a charisma saving throw at a difficulty of 15. Exciting times. Um, mm. I pass with 20. Okay. 19. Natural 20. Hey. So then let me just um, roll for people. I'm not sure charisma is the strong suit of these um, badgers. Oh, tell you what. I'll tell you what. The chieftain. Quite charismatic. Okay, chieftain passes. Uh, so who didn't make the DC 15? I think we all met it. We all did. Yeah. Did you all make it? Fantastic. Okay. So, so still, like that terror, um, fully comes up, like deep within you. It is something atavistic, as the report of gunpowder rings out. Um, gunpowder weapons are not a thing that really any of you will have, um, would have really encountered before. Um, it is possible. Actually, to be honest, buddy, I don't think even you would have done. Um, uh, because that's what you're for. Um, <laughs> like they exist in they exist in the world, but especially, um, but they're really kind of a coastal thing, and that's particularly because you just can't use them anywhere populated because it causes this deep terror. Um. And yeah, which you all experience, but you manage to like deal with it. It's not that it doesn't get you at all. It's just that you manage to kind of like keep your head um, as it wells up. Um, and the uh, so the captain already went. Uh, I think none of them. Oh, no, none of them except the captain are currently like actually engaged with you. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Because they all kind of stepped away in various ways. Um, The uh, we'll pass off to the rest of the bandits. We'll clear them all. Mm. No, we'll pass off to bandits two and three, um, who are both just going to try and um, 
No, they're going to like, they are going to uh, rush Daisy because Daisy is like, because clearly the captain needs help. Um, oh, no. Yeah, sorry. Um, and they're going to make a shit ton of rolls, and most of them are probably going to hit, I'm afraid. I'm going to make all the rolls at once, if that's all right. Yeah, go for it. Um, so that is a 20 to hit. That's one hit. Yeah. Uh, that's 21 to hit. That's twenty to hit. Yeah, that's an eighteen to hit, which I imagine hits. Jeez. Yeah, they uh, are like you yeah. Know, even even with shield of faith, eighteen hits. They have essentially, you know, they've really they've kind of like clocked you as the big threat that is really fucking up the captain now. Yeah. Um, and as much as they are, as much as they kind of don't want any of this at this point, um, very much like. I'm not arguing. I'm not. They arguing. can't. I understand yeah. why this is happening. They can't leave the captain. Um, so that is a grand total, all told, of um, Jesus. Okay, this might be a bit too much. Thirty-one damage, all told. Oh, okay. oh did you have your shield of faith, by the way? Yeah, no. Even even with shield of faith, uh, my defense is only eighteen, so they all hit. Ah, that's a shame. Uh, what happens to you if you take thirty-one damage, Daisy? I am still on my feet. Whoa. That's the stuff. I am honestly too winded by all of that, even to cry out. I am making the shocked Pikachu face. <laughs> yeah, you have just been descended on by two badgery berserkers. Yeah, and I like have. I am now between three badgers. Granted, one of them is facing the other way, but I am pinned between three badgers who are pinning me with weapons. I'm making yeah. Uh, bingo! It is you. Uh, basically, yeah, everyone looks real beat up, including and especially Daisy. <laughs> Daisy has just been, is just, is just, is just soaked in gore now. Okay, so who, what, what hit her? Uh, two of the bandits just descended on her. She's like in a knot of bandits at this point. Um, so, so the positioning is, you are down like, you know, 20, 25 feet away from the new kind of knot of melee. There is a single badger nearby to you, and the gun dog who is like backing off into the trees. Okay. Um, yeah. So I am going to engage with the with the uh, bandits that are attacking Daisy. Uh, you are entitled. You do have an action at that point, if you would like to use it for anything. I would like to attack them. Okay. Uh, so there are a couple currently engaged. Um, one of them looks. Much worse off than the other. That's the one that took a shatter to the face. Um, but they're both of them in the same kind of like absolute like blood frenzy. Yeah, I'm going to go for the weakest one, and I'm going to attack them. Okay, you have advantage. Uh, sorry, you don't have advantage, but you ha you get your um thing because they're they are engaged with another with one of your allies. Okay, that is eighteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that is. One plus four plus four for nine damage. Okay. Uh, the badger goes down. Um, like absolutely hits the floor. Tell me, tell me what you're what you're doing here. They're not necessarily dead unless you explicitly want them to be. I mean, I'm I've been a criminal before. I know these people are just trying to make a living. I'm not going to kill them unless I absolutely have to. Mm -hmm. So I. I slash them with my rapier. I just sort of kick them away as they roll on the ground and bare my teeth and growl. 
sort of like defensive of of Daisy, trying okay. to let them know that they shouldn't come any nearer. Ears flat, all that stuff. Okay. Um so the remaining bandit, the one that you was was near, was down the other end, um, ahead, uh, further along on the road, is running towards you, but then runs like right past the little knot of combat. Like they're not like they're not like running as much as fleeing. Um, and they're actually they actually go down on uh, they actually go down on all fours um, to run faster. Uh, this is an option that you have as well, by the way. You can run faster on all fours. So. At that point, um, um, at that point, your um, at that point, they pass back to the chieftain, who takes the opportunity to kind of say, uh, to kind of like, on the one hand, like very much holding the axe threateningly over Daisy, with the intent, with the implication of, like, you know, um, I can absolutely cut Daisy in half, you know, um, but on the other hand, is like pointing at the one who's fallen, and said and saying. Fair play. We'll not trouble. You. We'll not trouble you. Just let us take this one. Like kind of hot, kind of a, a negotiated, a negotiated surrender here, right? She wants to leave with her, with her wounded. Yeah, um, I'm gonna let her. Um, is the rest of the party inclined to let her? No. I'm going to bare my bloodied teeth <laughs> and say, "No harm, no foul." Right? <laughs> That's the spirit. And um, she'll bark orders for at the um, um, at the remaining bandit that's still up and not um, legging it um, to grab their fallen comrade as they start kind of backing cautiously away. And as they do, um, bingo, especially. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give me a notice check? I do. I feel like. I wanted to do that as well. What? Three. Do we have any three. fortune left? What? Do we have any fortune left? Or... You've got three fortune. You haven't yeah, spent spend that. Spend some fortune for that one. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's much more like it. 19. Okay, Grant smashed it. So as like they sort of move back kind of into the trees, moving away, um, first of all, you know, you're able to zone. They are genuinely like retreating at this point. But the dog in particular kind of like um kind of kind of groups back up with the uh with the captain and you can hear you can hear him saying like I told you boss you wouldn't I know you don't like it but I told you we're too low on numbers. If we had our war profit if I, if we had our war profit I'd be saying something different. But we don't and we need to get back and regroup. Okay. And there is like some amount of like argument over that and whether you know whether they need more forces behind them, whether they can tough it out, and particularly like you hear a couple more times like them talking about having lost their war profit. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask is, uh, this this group did they have like any kind of matching color scheme or iconography or 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 way of dressing? Like were they all wearing that kind of crimson color? They were all wearing stuff that had been like dyed that kind of like dull red, um, right? And like in the with the for the for the chief, it was a little bit of a brighter red, and it was more like you know consistently applied and well kept. Um, other than that, they didn't have like an icon icon to them. No, 
Yeah, but we know that they're not opportunists. This is this is a gang. Uh, how do you mean? Well, I mean, if they're all wearing the same colors, they've not, like, randomly roped in. They're kind of organized. Sure, they just clearly... decide to do this one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're clearly structured. There's some sort of hierarchy here and structure, yeah. yeah. Okay. Professionals. Um, actually, yeah, at this point, even the dog was wearing sort of, like... They weren't wearing the same kinds of clothes, but they clearly like stained it with the same dye. Yeah, so they're they yeah they're professionals. Mm. So here you find yourselves kind of bloodied and broken on the road. I would like quite to broken. sit down where I stand. <laughs> Just be like, pretty fair. Ow. Uh, the good news is that um, this being a spell point space system. You can cast Cure Wounds, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're probably running up on uh, about a session's worth, which is convenient, because so, I can close off soonish. Yeah, so I, I have used one of my 12 spell slots. Yep. So I, I'm going to cast some Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to roll for it, or just say that I get myself to a reasonable... Considering just the sheer amount of wounds curing you're doing, um, I'm just going to check the rules. Imposs possibly, in fact, what I should be doing is rolling stamina dice. And we should take a um, rest. To be honest, it's more efficient for you to spend your stamina dice on recovering spell slots, which you can then use to cast cure wounds. Aha! Good to um, know. There is really no reason for a shepherd ever to roll stamina dice to recover anything other than spell slots. <laughs> um, uh, so it's D8 plus your wisdom, whatever your wisdom is. Three. Yeah. D8 plus three, which averages out to about seven per. If you just want to spend one spell slot per seven rather than rolling it out because you have like, sure, sure. you're probably going to do a lot of this and it's probably not worth doing. Yeah. Otherwise. Uh, let me just do quick sums. Okay. I can get myself like exactly hit, exactly up to full by doing six rounds of cure wounds on myself. Nice. Okay, so you've had a little bit of a sit down, a bit of time to think, um, and actually come to that. Uh, basically, do you have anything that you want to say or do or ponder? I am pondering about what a war prophet is and why they might want one. Do you share this with the, with the team? <laughs> yes, I ponder this aloud. Um, I say to them, I. I heard them talking as, as they left something about a war prophet. I, I, I finish my, my quiet muttering, uh, looking much healthier. Like, my, my robes are still bloodied, but I look much less like I'm about to fall down. Oh um, god, yeah, you can just smell the blood. Yeah, I lean back on my hands and go, war prophet, war prophet. And I would like to make a, an, an intelligence roll for whether this is something I might ever have read hmm. about. This feels like a no-culture sort of thing, and, um, you know what? I think you might have read about it, yeah. Hey, so I get to use my trick of having advantage on intelligence checks, because I may have read about it. I assume no-culture is an intelligence check? Yep, usually. Hey. It's the same thing as 5e, where things kind of have, like, their default assignments, but occasionally yeah. you'd roll something different. Hey, so my sixth better roll was 16 on the dice plus intelligence 
18 plus proficiency, uh, 22. 22. Okay, yes, in that case you do know. Uh, War Prophets are kind of the... As far as as far as you've read, certainly. Um, and unfortunately, you do have to get some of this from Buttercup, so who knows how reliable it is. Yeah, but, I mean, um, you, you have to, you have to, sometimes you have to go with a less reliable source. You have to go with a less reliable source. Um, like, certainly reports from, like, encounters, skirmishes with badgers have reported, like, there's definitely, they definitely have some kind of magical um, presence on the battlefield, um, which tend to be, which seems to sort of be, like, backline, um, commanders fighters and you and you have uh some people who claim to who claim at least that the knowledge comes from people who've lived amongst the badgers um that they're kind of a priestly class to um at least many badgers um though the better quality of sources tend to tend to suggest that badger is really many cultures um who are unified pretty much solely by um, lifestyle, you know, um, in broad strokes. Uh, but particularly the larger, um, the larger kind of like badger society. Yeah, the largest, the, the major badger society that Pogmire has the most interaction with, who call themselves the Children of Kibu. Um, it's, it, you're fairly sure from their writings that they are both magic users in the sense of in the sense of shepherds, and they form a sort of priestly class amongst the badgers, um, kind of very much about like empowering in battle and like um, driving them on to victory and like drawing power from victory to drive towards more victory, that kind of thing. So, yeah, they seem to have lost their priest basically. Okay, so I, I I go into um like I go into explanatory mode <laughs> and start explaining this and e even in my you know giddy with adrenaline state like yeah. you, you I definitely drop into a I am explaining a thing. The war prophets they're like shepherds but for the badgers they're much more martial than we tend to be, much less scholarly. And I just go on for a while. He is uh, used to this and nods along. So they're missing a person too, even though they probably know this forest really well. Well, we don't know that they're missing as in they've got lost. They might be missing as in they left or, ki or died. Well, with all these other missing people. I mean, they were dragging someone behind them who was more or less bleeding out you can probably catch up with them if you want. I think it's probably best we don't pursue them. They might see us as uh, going back on our little agreement here. I don't particularly want to fight them again. No, I think that would be bad. I will remind you, maybe briefly, that you could check your spell list, buddy. I don't want to push this too hard. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you the option. Spell list? Your spell list. Yes. What am I looking for? I'm pointing out that if you want that if you wanted to, you do have ways of um exchanging information. Um if you wanted to follow up on this curiosity. But also if you don't, then that's fine. This has another character who never casts sending. <laughs> <laughs> that 
not fair. Chris got sending all the time recently. Well, I I don't I don't know if uh yes I, yes, I have. Oh well. Um, I don't think I don't think like magically popping in to talk to them is gonna make them any nicer to it. Willing to tell us That's about fair. their missing people. That's know, and then just like hunting them down would. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just giving. I'm just making sure you you aware of your options because I've you know I've pre-written. Uh, I mean, yeah, and... yeah. You know what, buddy, buddy. You know, every person is just a friend you haven't made yet. So, buddy, we'll try and cast um, sending to the chief. Hey, we, we we parted on good terms. We parted on good terms. Yeah, so yeah, clearly, this is neutral fine. at least. So he'll try and cast sending to the chieftain, assuming that they you know, know the most about whatever is going on here. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I think one of you spent one of the fortunes, right? Yes. I'll tell yeah. you what, between I can't refuse uh, what's most between your ideal there, buddy. Um mm-hmm. of making we're all gonna get along, we're all gonna be friends. That's um, exactly. And Daisy and Daisy just like, yes, but I could know a thing. Know a so thing. I would like to know a, know a thing. We have a between way to that, ask about the thing. I will replenish you uh, back up to your to your fortune three. Hey. Um, what was what was the title that they said? Was it just War, uh, war, war Prophet? War, war Prophet, right? Okay. Um. So Buddy is going to cast this sending to the uh, chieftain and say, "Hi, um, I'm Buddy, and you just stabbed me and my friends, and then you ran away, um, because we stabbed you back, and we were wondering, did your War Prophet like go missing or leave?" This is Buddy, and it just. Stabbed me and ran away because you stabbed me back and we were just wondering. Don't think the question fits in the words. I think you did all the preamble. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna just um spend do you wanna just uh, spend uh another spend slot. for two sendings? <laughs> yes, yes we will. Absolutely Incredible. Will. Fantastic work. You just spent more than half your spell slots. Beautiful. Um, is that how yeah, the spells work? Yeah, buddy. You spend okay. a, you spend a number of spells equal to the level of the spell. They're like spell oh, okay. points. Okay, yeah. okay, hold on, I gotta do math. Uh, you cast shatter once, and the rest of you, and the rest of what you did was cantrips. Um, I you you can get so many back from resting that I'm not that worried about it. Um, yeah, that's fine. So that gives them fifty to respond. And with some, why don't you make me some sort of charismary persuasion check? I think you can probably manage to persuade, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, he can. He can try and uh, persuade. Yeah. Mm. You've got, you've got a plus seven on that. Yes. Just, a, just, a, just a question. With the way sending works, is it all inside Buddy's head, or do we get to hear the words that? That, that, that yeah, does I think Daisy hear what Buddy says? Certainly. Okay, Daisy fully. Daisy has, has her face in her in her paws. Yeah. <laughs> that is a twenty-three. Incredible, incredible, <laughs> absolutely fucking incredible. Um, God. Um, I mean, you technically would have advantage on that as well from puppy dog eyes. <laughs> um, because <laughs> um, he's not looking at them. That's true, actually. You know what? Good point. Um, so yeah, you you just bombard this badger with like pure friendliness and positivity, and you get back kind of just 
Um, uh, we lost our war prophet in the night a month ago. They wouldn't have left without leaving a message. And then there's like a pause as they kind of shift to the second sending, and they just send back. Um, I'll send thin stripes back. Uh, if you find them, we can we can pay a ransom. Since you clearly sounded like you know you sounded like you had a particular reason to ask after this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of I kind of gave you that. Uh, it's but also or maybe it's just the sheer force of your personality made them give you a heavy hint. And yeah, what the one who didn't get horribly beaten up. Um, I'm not sure they got injured at all. Come to think of it. Uh, no, literally didn't get beaten up at all, but did run away. Um, will kind of come like jogging back towards you. Um, they're actually terrifyingly fast on four legs, like faster than um, faster than you could be. Um, and they'll and they'll pull up. Uh, they'll pull up with a um, uh, with a kind of cloth, uh, sort of a linen uh, pouch, and it's got some sort of like embro- abstract embroidery on it, um, and it's blue. But it takes a while to realize that because it's blue, but it has been like soaked through with blood. Hmm. Um, they don't even say anything. They just sort of stand up on their hind legs and hold it out to you. They don't want to meet your gaze. They do have quite narrow stripes. Come to think of it, buddy will take the sack. I'm not to touch the blood. It's on like a drawstring. It's kind of like um made up like an amulet kind of thing. Okay, yeah, he'll take the drawstrings then. Um, and they will clarify like that's her blood. <laughs> if you need, if you find her scent, and like with that kind of duty done, we'll absolutely just turn tail and get back on all fours and like leg it back to the group, their band. After the after the thin stripe is out of out of earshot and out of sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bingo will just sort of like put his head in his paws and then turn to Buddy and grab him by the, the by his <laughs> and be like, you gave them your name? <laughs> just my just my first name. It's true. We have we have to admit he did not tell them the pug. Yeah, yes. Dad said not to. Sure. That's bad. it's it's an unorthodox Sorry. research method, but he did get results. <laughs> very it, clear about that. It's so hard, after all, to tell that Buddy is a pug. <laughs> it's a big secret. Voice in the sky. <laughs> right. You're still a pug. People can tell that. They're going to see Pug, hear Buddy, and they might make a connection, and that puts us in danger. Oh, I'm sorry. Try and keep your wits about you. It's not, it's not like back home. We can't trust everybody we run into. It nods enthusiastically. Let's go of your scruff and, and sort of backs away and wipes some blood and dust from from his fur. If you can teach him some common sense, you'll do better than I ever did. Please, that's so mean to you, buddy. I know, but he's pouting. Come on. Just a little bit. I don't care. I feel like it should be noted at this point that Buddy is like the youngest per- the youngest dog here. <laughs> Between like the distinctly middle-aged Bingo and the at least somewhat older Daisy. 
yeah. I, I will pat uh, Buddy on the shoulder and say, come on, you got results. Yeah. Let's keep going before any more enterprising young badgers find us. You have been listening to Pugs, featuring Ben and Stacey Smoothfox, Haz as Bingo Mutt, Chris as Buddy Pug, Moss as Rufus Mutt, and Mel as everybody else. Join us next Monday when our travellers will be arriving in Mutt Town. Well, Haz just introduced their character as Rufus, and my brief says Bingo. Well, sorry. Oh, crap. I am Bingo Mutt. That's fine. I'll splice it together. It'll be seamless. Nobody will ever know.